0: We've reached the final out. It's time for the BYU baseball postgame show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's Nineteen
1: to six. BYU defeats Pepperdine, or Pepperdine defeats BYU in the Cougs' final game of the 2023 season. We begin our postgame coverage with the Big O Tires on the rubber report, brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. We'll start with the visitors, Pepperdine Waves. Four pitchers combined to go nine innings. They give up ten hits, allowing six runs, all of them earned, striking out nine, walking three, one wild pitch, no-hit batsman, and 154 pitches thrown. BYU pitchers. And there were a lot of them on this day. There were eight. They combined to go nine innings, giving up 19 hits, 19 runs. All of them were earned. 11 strikeouts, six walks, four wild pitches, three hit batsmen, 190 pitches thrown. And that's Big O Tires on the rubber. Brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Final stats presented by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen helping Utah families for over 30 years. BYU scores six runs on 10 hits, no errors. Leaving five on base. Pepperdine, 19 runs on 19 hits. Those runs and hits totals are season highs for the Waves. No errors for them. They allow seven on base. Leave seven on base. The win goes to Nick Bond. He's five and one. And Ben Hansen takes the loss. He finishes 0 oh and five. As for the Maersk, most valuable player on this day. Well, Cooper Vest had a heck of a day, and of course, Austin Deming's been nails all year. We'll go with Coop today. Coop was three for four with two runs and three RBI, two home runs for Cooper Vest, a two-run shot in the third, and a solo home run in the eighth inning. Cooper Vest is our Maersk most valuable player. It is brought to you by Maersk, your e-commerce logistics shipping partner. BYU head coach Trent Pratt still to come. He's talking to the team in the Cougar team room right now. When he's done with them, he'll join you and me on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the BYU Baseball Postgame Show. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: All right, so back here at Miller Park, season finale in the books, and uh, BYU ends their home record at fourteen and eight. Another winning home record for BYU as the season comes to a close. Waves win it by a score of nineteen to six. BYU head coach Trent Pratt joining me here in the broadcast booth. Coach Pratt, thanks for coming up. Uh, uh, normally, you'll talk with the guys on the field, but being the last game of the year, you all got to kind of take a minute, head back in under underneath, I would presume, to the team room and. What were those few moments like if you had to have with your team shortly ago?
0: Just telling the seniors, man, I love them and and we're thankful for them. Um, But I spent a lot of time with those guys. So just to tell them we're always here for you um, and tell the younger guys, hey, we got to get better. Um, We got to get better at That's plain and simple when we're going to a better league next year and we got to find a way coaching staff, everyone to to get better. And so that's kind of what boils down to.
1: As Coach Pratt catches the breath up here in the booth, we'll tell you again the 11 players honored today before the game, including some seniors and, and seniors in, in uh, kind of COVID juniors that might be you know longer in eligibility. These players together were Joshua Cowden, Bryce Robinson, Jack Sterner, Cole Gamble, Peyton Cole, Austin Deming, Carter Smith, Ryan Sapedi Chase Peterson, Jacob Wilk, and Reed McLaughlin. And again, some of those guys could potentially come back, but I think the guys we honor today are guys we believe are moving on, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. We'll have those conversations next week on Monday. Um, come in and and see kind of where everything's at. But, yeah, um, I'm, we're, I'm not sure on all those, but we'll we'll talk more when yeah. things come out Monday.
1: Pretty cool moment, though. Uh, Reed McLaughlin was out for the year, but you got him into the game in the ninth inning to throw a pitch. And he made a count through a strike. And then you're not the one making pitching changes normally, but you wanted to go out there and, and do that yourself in the ninth with Reed.
0: Yeah, it's... Man, I, I love that kid. He He's given his heart and soul to this program for, you know, for five years he's been here, and and we missed him this year. Um, we missed his leadership. We missed, you know, him at the back end of games, you know, obviously. And so, I I mean, I, I love that kid, and he shows up every day, even hurt all year, and he, and he goes through his work like a professional all the time, and, and we'll miss Reed, um, in not just on the field, but in leadership ways and, and just what he brought to our program, the toughness, and they brought like we'll miss him and so yeah it's sad to see him go
1: all-time saves leader for BYU Reed McLaughlin getting into this game at at the very end and uh yeah the way the game went I mean things got away from BYU a little bit in this one and then uh, Pepperdine uh strung a few hits together and uh, it's one of those days for you guys
0: yeah it is we didn't pitch the ball good today um yeah. we are down five we answered and then we just didn't pitch it good today and we gotta get better on the mound. Um, we got to get the guys we have better. we got to get some better guys, and we, that's what we have to improve. We have to improve a lot on the mound, and so we got to work it out for us you know, to do that.
1: And you've, you've not been a guy to mention guys who haven't been able to play for you, but there have been. There were a lot of key players. We talked about one of them, Reed, just a moment ago. There were a lot of key guys that didn't see the field for BYU, only saw a little bit of it. And then in season, you missed important players like Damon and Oz and Cole for some pretty key series. It was a rough year that way in terms of personnel, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, injuries, it, it, it was a weird year. Um, I mean, Jack Stern's been our opening day star for the last couple of years, and even the star season, he wasn't saying he was, he was dealing with a foot injury, and it just never got better. They kept thinking it was going to get better. It never did. Next you know, he's in a cast. And and so, that was hard, but... I mean, everyone has injuries. I'm not getting excuses. And man, we did the best we can to battle through it, and it just wasn't good enough.
1: Got down to the final weekend, which is all you can ask. Uh, what is on tap for BYU here in this off season? A lot of your guys will still play some ball, right?
0: Yeah, well, most of our guys are coming back and going to play summer ball, and we'll be on the recruiting trail where we're trying to find, <clears throat> you know, get a new group. We have a new group coming in, and we'll have to, you know, get some other guys to come in and fill, fill the gaps, and man, and get ready for what's ahead of us in the Big 12.
1: You leave a 10-team league where everyone plays baseball. You go to a 14-team league with 13 teams uh, playing baseball. And it's a league that's projected this year to put seven teams in the tournament.
0: Yeah, it's a good league. Um, We've got to work it out for us. And I'm sort of like most, you know, we need more depth. We need more players, and, and that's the goal now.
1: Well, Trent, uh, we've done a lot of these uh, throughout the course of the year in good times and bad, and uh, thank you, as always, for coming up and sharing with our audience your insights and thoughts, and I look forward to what's to come for you, the staff, and this team. Uh, Thank you for the season and all the best in the uh, efforts ahead to get BYU ready for the Big 12. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate all you do for us. All right. Thank you, Trent. Austin Deming is up here in the broadcast booth, we're going to put the headset right from Coach Pratt on to Austin and uh, share a few words with uh, Austin Deming as he concludes his BYU career here today. And uh, Austin popping on the headset as the Cougs fall today to Pepperdine by a score of 19-6. to Austin Deming on this day, a one-for-three one day with a run scored in two RBI. The two RBI come courtesy of a two-run home run. is 19th of the year, and he wins the WCC Triple Crown, leading the, the league in average, in home runs, and in RBI. Austin, congratulations on that accomplishment. That's fantastic.
2: Thanks. Yeah, it's a cool, cool way to end it per- on a personal level.
1: And you were in a home run battle with a guy on the other side of the field, Ryan Johnson, came into the weekend with 17. You were at 15. You passed him. He caught you. And then you go back in front with your 19th to win the home run title by yourself. Were you thinking about that being a battle this weekend?
2: Um, not really going into the weekend. I was kind of just it was going into the weekend. It was a pretty big weekend. Still had a chance to yeah. get, get into the tournament. So I wasn't too worried about it. And then I looked at it a little bit <laughs> just after last night. But at the end of the day, I'm happy with the year I had and uh, It wouldn't have mattered either way, but it's pretty cool that I'm able to come out with that.
1: You were on the on-deck circle, and I was like, one crack at 20. 20 is a nice round number.
2: (laughs) It would have have been cool. It would have been cool for sure.
1: (laughs) All right. Again, it's a game where things got away from BYU a little bit. Pepperdine does take the game, but there are bigger things in play here. Uh, First of all, the senior day. Uh, You and 10 of your teammates honored before the game. Um, the emotions that go into that, and and your thoughts on having taken one last swing as a BYU Cougar.
2: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I'd gone up and down a little bit, especially because our last two road trips were both their senior days at USD. They were it was their senior day, and then last week at Pacific was theirs. So we've had three three in a row, and. Hmm. Some days I was like, oh, maybe I won't get, like, too emotional. And then, like, other days I was like, oh, yeah, like, it's going to hit me. And then just – I did I did okay for the most part, but I knew kind of as the game was going to go on and have it fill those emotions like when Reed threw that pitch just because Reed and I were freshmen together. And we went and played summer ball together the, our year – our first year after, after – our sorry, our summer after our freshman year. So we've just been through a lot together. So just kind of little things like that. Just I was excited, and it, it, it stunk that going into today we – didn't have a shot yeah. but I was just kind of coming out today and gonna have fun one last time with the guys that I've been with through been through with so much
1: did you know coming into the day that Reed would get in for a pitch
2: I did not know I had heard kind of rumor about it but I didn't know for sure and then coach Valdez or sorry coach Alvarez Alvarez yeah sorry yeah. he had let us know in the eighth when he when there was a pitching change he said Reed's gonna throw the first pitch in the ninth so I was like that's pretty sweet
1: that was pretty cool. So I'm watching bullpen, and I see Reed out there with Boss and I'm expecting Boss to come in the ninth. I'm like, well maybe Reed's just I don't know, helping him <laughs> is he but like is he gonna really throw it? Yeah. he came in and through.
2: Yeah, I uh, I didn't know he was gonna actually kinda throw it. I thought he was gonna kinda just get in there and really just no, lob he it gave in it there. What he, but had. he gave it a good throw. So <laughs> it was it was good to see him out there one more time.
1: And for a strike. Uh, what was the most emotional moment for you today? <laughs> um
2: Gosh honestly probably hug and read when he walked off just cuz like I said we've been through so much yeah. together but there was a lot I, I honestly was pretty I did pretty well through like senior day and all that but like when like Carter Smith threw for his last time, Peyton Cole threw for his last time, it's just a lot of those last that were starting to really sink in and then like when Cole gamble Homer and his last at bat, I just like gave him a hug and I was like good, like been fun just like st- little things like yeah. that, not like not really one specific moment, but a lot of just like little moments like that were were pretty emotional.
1: Including the covid year, you played 5 seasons of baseball here at BYU and you had your ups and downs through yep. four seasons and then the fifth year you just take off like a rocket and have a career year. Did you sense within yourself this kind of year was possible? And 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 how do you describe a five-season career at BYU that really did uh, kind of go all over the place in terms of ups and downs? Yeah,
2: yeah, it was it was definitely a roller coaster for sure. Coming coming in, just like having a kind of a decent freshman year, we were we were kind of old that year player-wise, and we, we were really good that year, so. I was, Back I was in 19, right? Yes, yeah. in 19, I was I was pretty happy with that team and or sorry with how, like how I did that year, just because like like I said, we were old, we were like really good, we were really good that year, and then COVID was kind of whatever. It was yeah. just whatever happened didn't really matter too much, and then my next year was just crazy. It was really hard on me and just kind of kind of how kind of answer your question with if I knew I could do what I did this year going into the year it helped me a lot last year obviously the numbers this year a little bit different but like I had a pretty decent year last year so I think that helped a lot coming into this year just with it being my fifth year I wasn't too sure if I was going to be playing or kind of where I'd be at going into last year after that year so having a good year last year helped me project me into this year a lot
1: and in this season, you missed uh, missed a few weeks, yeah. uh, some key series. Injuries were a big part of this yep. year for the team, both in season and then before the season. Missing guys all year, so it was tough that way. There yep. was a lot of adversity for you and the guys to face when yep. it came right down to it.
2: Yeah, it was a it was a, a tough year for sure. Injuries never helped. I mean, we lost Brock in our second series of the year, and then like like you said, like Ozzy was down for a while. I was down for a while. Cole got hurt in a series. Gamble. So it's just just one of those things where unfortunately you can't control it you just got to keep battling through it and we did and it was a it was a little bit of a tough year but we came out every day and just battled our butts off
1: and that's what i think you have to be proud of of the fact that uh things never got totally sideways with this group even though things were going you know tough you guys hung in there
2: yep yep definitely it was i think it helped a lot just because this is one of the better hitting teams in my five years probably since yeah. my freshman year it was the only year that could compare to it just with how how we put up numbers and like that but yeah, it, it was hard, but it, we battled every day and gave it everything we got.
1: Yeah, it's just too bad you can't scare somebody in Vegas because you would have been tough outs down I there, as, I think. I
2: was going to say, I, w- I wouldn't want to face us with how we've been swinging it. So yeah,
1: Well, uh, man, it's uh, it's been awesome uh, getting to know you a bit over the seasons, and you've been awesome to come up and join me in the broadcast booth whenever it's been asked and requested, and uh, always fun chatting with you. And I guess we should ask you, what's next for Austin Deming?
2: Ho- ho- hoping to get my name called this summer in the draft and keep playing. That's my goal, so we'll see if... Kind of been in talks with a few teams. Nothing, Great. nothing crazy, but that's that's the plan. So let's ho- let's hope for that.
1: Yeah, one of the best hitters in the country this year. Uh, amazing numbers, and again a WCC triple crown winner, Austin Deming. Ad, thanks, man. Appreciate thanks, you. Rick. All right, that's Austin Deming, and that will do it for BYU baseball today and in the twenty twenty three season. Our thanks to the crew back at uh, BYU Radio. James Finlayson, our control board operator, Ethan Arkell, also assisting our. Coordinating producer Terry South, engineering, Barry Squires, and others, Clark Jackman, Sean O'Neill, and the operations crew, and from corporate sponsorship Casey Stoffer, BYU Associate Athletic Director for all those folks, and with thanks to Trent Pratt for his pre- and post-game interviews, to Austin Deming for today's post-game interview, and to the baseball sports information directors and communications directors for Pepperdine, Caitlin Amaral, and for... BYU Duff Tittle, and I think we're going to bring up a second special guest here. So before we wrap it up and say goodbye, goodbye forever, uh, for the season at least, I've given all the thank yous, but let's uh, let's take one last brief moment with Cole Gamble. He will join us on the headset to wrap up this season for us for real. Cole Jumping up and popping on the headset. Normally, Cole, when guys make the trek from down there to up here, they think they're okay. They start talking. They realize they're out of breath. Are you okay right now? <laughs> I'm doing great. Thank okay. You. We'll see how you are in 30 seconds. All right. So we just uh, had Austin Deming up here. And um, Austin was trying to describe the emotions of a senior day for him. And he said probably the most emotional moment actually came when Reed McLaughlin uh, came off the hill after throwing a special ninth inning pitch. Let's get right to that for a moment. Did you know that was in the offing today?
3: I had no idea until about the seventh inning that that might happen, um, and and once I heard about it, I thought it was, I thought it was really interesting that, that that's how he wanted to go out, and I was proud of him for making that decision. And of course, it was an incredibly emotional moment. I was out in the outfield, you know, really tearing up as well. But mm. um, it, that was that was tough to see for sure. He didn't just lob it in there either. Yeah. I mean, what was it, 83 or something? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, he gave it a little
3: bit of something. so.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I guess the rehab's going well because he, he gave it something on the way there. Uh, Cole, your final game c- includes uh, your final home run as a BYU Cougar. You end up with a career-high 15 for the season with that solo shot in the eighth. Maybe you could talk a little bit about your year that included an injury that kept you out for a, a series and kind of worked you back in. How do you look at 2023 from a personal perspective?
3: And that's a, that's a great question. And I think those are a lot of the thoughts I'm kind of sorting through right now. And I think number one,
1: Greg, I think number one is
3: I'm really proud of the things that I've done. I think mostly because I never, never really believed that this would be a reality for me growing up. Um, and, and once it kind of became a reality that I could play here and then I came here and I played as well as I did, I think more than anything, I'm just, I'm proud that I had the opportunity and that I I played as well as I think I could have. You know, I I really reached heights that I never thought were really possible for me. And, um, you know, I, I think I'm just, like I said, I'm proud of myself. But at the same time, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity. I remember before my last at bat, I just said, quick little prayer on deck. And it wasn't even to like, let me play well. It was just like, thanks for giving me a chance. You know, just thank you for giving me the opportunity to even play and play here where I always wanted to. And and, you know, obviously it ended it better than I could have hoped, and I was crying a little bit running around hmm. the bases, but um, it was, it's been an incredible year.
1: Yeah, when you home, you in your last at-bat, that's kind of storybook, isn't it? That is. <laughs> so uh, what what's next for you now?
3: You know, next for me, I there, there's a few things that I need to look at, weigh in some options and different things. I, you know, I studied finance, and so I have some options over there in the business world, but... This game of baseball just keeps calling my name. You know, it just keeps calling my name, and it's something I really, really want to be a part of. And so when I say exploring options, there's a few things I want to look at on that side of things. And and I want to see if I can do both. I want to see if I can leverage my time appropriately to be able to be successful in both fields, and I know that's incredibly difficult. Uh, But it's something I really want to do. I mean, today just made me feel it even more. The connection that I had on the field with those players, I just can't imagine getting that anywhere else. I can't imagine getting that in the workplace and different things like that, and it's just something I so desire. Uh, and so hopefully I have an opportunity, like I said, to maybe dip my toes in both and, and just to see what's what's best for me.
1: We say once a Cougar, always a Cougar, and uh, you'll be around and still following these guys as they go to the Big 12 exciting times.
3: It's so exciting, so exciting. I'm so glad my brother uh, gets the chance to, to participate in that. You know, I... I and you say once a Cougar, always a Cougar. I was a Cougar way before I got here, and so I've been a Cougar for a long time. Coming here just solidified my love for the for the university, for the for the team in particular. Um, and and I can't wait to see what they do going forward. I'm really excited for them.
1: you guys. Missed the postseason tournament by a game or two. Took it down to the final weekend. Did pretty much all you could. And as you look back at this year. You know, the injuries are certainly a part of it. And, and not just injuries in season, but guys you didn't have during the season at all. You know, Colin Reuter doesn't play this year. Reed doesn't play, uh, essentially. And Jack left early and Brock leaves early. It was, it was not the year you thought it could be with this group. If you're a full, healthy group, it's a different outcome. I don't think there's any question about that.
3: You're absolutely right. I think there's a lot of incredibly talented players that no one even got to know this year. Uh, Reed being one of them. I mean, that emotional moment there at the end part of that happens, and the, even to have the opportunity to do something like that is because he was such a special player, and and I don't think if someone as special as him, or someone less special than him, I guess I should say, would have even had an opportunity to call his own shot and do something like that, you know, I think it's something he asked to do, and, and the way he went out was, was really incredible, but it's because of what an amazing player he has been, I know he leads the team in, say, or leads the school Career record. saves, right. Career saves, exactly, and so Just such a special player, and and I'm glad I got to be a part of that. The injuries were tough this year. Um, I know that even with the injuries, we had a a team that I thought could have, um, you know, exceeded some expectations, and we weren't able to do that. But it it just was such a special year, and I'm just honored to be a part of it
1: yeah the word special comes up and even even for a team that that uh, that dealt with the adversity you dealt with it's still a group you love and and you feel good about this group even though things never got totally off the rails and fractured yeah there were there were issues that had to be overcome but uh, still a great group of guys
3: incredible group of guys a lot of guys that I'm so excited to see what they do uh, in life going forward because uh, oftentimes you can look at a team and say maybe we underachieved on the field but I can't wait to see what some of these guys do uh, in the rest of their life. I can't wait to see what their families look like here in the next you know, decade or so. And, and I'm just excited for a lot, of these, a lot of these boys.
1: Well, regardless of what comes next for you, we hope we see you around in the future. Uh, always a friendly face, and your family too. It's been fun to get to know them. So uh, appreciation to you, Cole, uh, for all of your time, your efforts uh, on the field and off. I appreciate you a lot. Thank you so much.
3: Greg, thanks so much for giving me that chance to speak with you all the time. You're the best, man. (laughs) Thank you, Cole. That's
1: Cole Gamble. And that will do it for BYU baseball today and in the 2023 season. We've given our thank yous to all the folks that uh, helped bring these broadcasts to you. And so, uh, yeah, that does it for the 2022-23 BYU Athletic season on the radio. We began way back in last August. Uh, with the soccer team taking you through football and men's basketball and now through baseball, and this season has come to an end. And what comes next is life in the Big 12 Conference. So the 12 seasons of WCC play have come to an end. This year's BYU baseball season has come to an end, and on to the Big 12. So again, thanks to all the folks I mentioned already. My name is Greg Rubel, saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good day and so long from Provo, Utah.